This is an audio version of Robust Feature Level Adversaries Are Interpretability Tools. Published on the 7th of January 2023, the paper is by Casper et al. It's included as part of the core curriculum for the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. The paper is by Stephen Casper, Max Nadar, Dylan Hadfield Manel, and Gabriel Creman. Abstract. The literature on adversarial attacks in computer vision typically focuses on pixel-level perturbations. These tend to be very difficult to interpret. Recent work that manipulates the latent representations of image generators to create feature-level, in quotes, adversarial perturbations, gives us an opportunity to explore perceptible, interpretable adversarial attacks. We make three contributions. First, we observe that feature-level attacks provide useful classes of inputs for studying representations in models. Second, we show that these adversaries are uniquely versatile and highly robust. We demonstrate that they can be used to produce targeted, universal, disguised, physically realizable, and black box attacks at the ImageNet scale. Third, we show how these adversarial images can be used as a practical interpretability tool for identifying bugs in networks. We use these adversaries to make predictions about spurious associations between features and classes, which we then test by designing copy-paste attacks in which one natural image is pasted into another to cause a targeted misclassification. Our results suggest that feature-level attacks are a promising approach for rigorous interpretability research. They support the design of tools to better understand what a model has learned and diagnose brittle feature associations. Section 1. Introduction. State-of-the-art neural networks are vulnerable to adversarial examples. Conventionally, adversarial inputs for visual classifiers take the form of small-norm perturbations to natural images. Audio note, references in this paper are found in endnotes. They've been omitted from this recording for brevity. These perturbations reliably cause confident misclassifications. However, to a human, they typically appear as random or mildly textured noise. Consequently, it is difficult to interpret these attacks. They rarely generalize to produce human comprehensible insights about the target network. In other words, beyond the observation that such attacks are possible... It is hard to learn much about the underlying target network from these pixel-level perturbations. In contrast, many real-world failures of biological vision are caused by perceptible, human-describable features. For instance, the ringlet butterfly's predators are stunned by adversarial eye-spots, in quotes, on its wings. This falls outside the scope of conventional adversarial examples because the misclassification results from a feature-level change to the object or image. The adversarial eye spots are robust in the sense that the same attack works across a variety of different observers, backgrounds, and viewing conditions. Furthermore, because the attack relies on high-level features, it is easy for a human to describe it. Here's figure one captioned, Our feature-level adversaries are useful for interpreting deep networks. We used a ResNet 50. Image A shows a pixel-level adversarial patch trained to make images of bees misclassified as flies. And that's a fairly abstract, psychedelic-looking image. It just has some edges around the outside that are suggestive of a circle and some edges around the inside that are suggestive of a cluster of eyes or eggs. It kind of looks like a microscope image of an embryo, except extremely pixelated with rainbow colours. Image B is another fairly abstract-looking image. It has recognisable insect parts. You can see a body and legs and even sort of a head. It's very suggestive of an insect. There's also these two brightly coloured blobs. One is red and one is blue. C, a correctly classified image of a bee. So here's an image from a data set of a bee sitting on a flower. And D, 
a successful copy-paste attack whose design was guided by adversarial examples like the one in B. Image D is the same as image C, it's the same image of a flower with a bee sitting on it, except in this case, a square image of a set of red and green lights arranged vertically, so they look like traffic lights or instruments of some kind. The text goes on. This work takes inspiration from the ringlet butterflies, eye spots, and similar examples, in which a model is fooled in the real world by an interpretable feature. Our goal is to design adversaries that reveal easily understandable weaknesses of the victim network. We focus on two desiderata for adversarial perturbations. Attacks must be, one, interpretable, that is, describable, to a human, and two, robust, so that interpretations generalise. We refer to these types of attacks as feature-level adversarial examples. Several previous works have created attacks by perturbing the latent representations of an image generator, but thus far, approaches have been small in scale, limited in robustness, and not interpretability-driven. See section 2 for more on this point. We build on this prior work to propose an attack method that generates feature-level attacks against computer vision models. This method works on ImageNet-scale models and creates robust, feature-level adversarial examples. We test three methods of introducing adversarial features into source images, either by modifying the generator's latents and or inserting a generated patch into natural images. In contrast to previous works that have enforced the adversarialness of attacks only by inserting small features or restricting the distance between an adversary and a benign input, we also introduce methods that regularise the feature to be perceptible yet disguised to resemble something other than the target class. We show that our method produces robust attacks that provide actionable insights into a network's learned representations. Figure 1, described earlier, demonstrates the interpretability benefits of this type of feature-level attack. It compares a conventional pixel-level adversarial patch, created using the method from Brown et al., 2017, with a feature-level attack using our method. While both attacks attempt to make a network misclassify a bee as a fly, the pixel-level attack exhibits high-frequency patterns and lacks visually coherent objects. On the other hand, the feature-level attacks display easily describable features, the coloured circles. We can validate this insight by considering the network performance when a picture of a traffic light is inserted into the image of a bee. In this example, the image classification moves from a 55% confidence that the image is a bee to a 97% confidence that the image is of a fly. Section 4.2 studies these types of copy-paste attacks in more depth. Our contributions are threefold. 1. Conceptual insight. We observe that robust feature-level adversaries can be used to produce useful types of inputs for studying the representations of deep networks. 2. Robust attacks. We introduce methods for generating feature-level adversaries that are uniquely versatile and able to produce targeted, universal, disguised, physically realizable, and black-box attacks at the ImageNet scale. See Table 1, which will be described shortly. 3. Interpretability. We generalise from our adversarial examples to design copy-paste attacks, verifying that our adversaries help us understand the network well enough to exploit it. The following sections contain background, methods, experiments and discussion. There's also an appendix with a high-level summary for a lay audience. And there's a link to a GitHub repository with code available. Audio note, you can navigate this recording using chapter headings if that function is supported by your player. Here's Table 1, which is a long list of papers, and then columns for each saying whether they have targeted, universal, disguised, physically realisable, transferable, black box, copy-paste, or ImageNet scale attacks. At the bottom is ours, 
and it has every single column ticked. It's the only such one in the entire list. The caption reads, Table 1. Our feature-level attacks are uniquely versatile. Each row represents a related work in the order in which they are presented in Section 2. Each column indicates a demonstrated capability of a method. Note that two methods, each having a tick for a capability, does not imply that they do so equally well. Targeted means working for an arbitrary target class. Universal means working for any source example. Disguised means perceptible and resembling something other than the target class. Physically realizable means working in the physical world. Transferable or black box means transferring to other classifiers. Copy-paste means useful for designing attacks in which a natural feature is pasted into a natural image. Section 2. Related work. Here we contextualize our approach with others related to improving on conventional adversarial examples. Table 1, which was just described, summarizes capabilities. Audio note, this table was only described briefly for this recording. If you'd like to check out all the detail, you can do so by following the link in the episode description to the original paper. Heading, Inspiration from Nature. Mimicry is common in nature, and sometimes, rather than holistically imitating other species, a mimic will only display particular features. For example, many animals use adversarial eye spots to confuse predators. Another example is the mimic octopus, which imitates the patterning, but not the shape, of a banded sea snake. We show in figure 7b that a ResNet 50 classifies an image of one as a sea snake. Heading, Generative Modelling. An approach related to ours has been to train a generator or autoencoder to produce small adversarial perturbations that are applied to natural inputs. This has been done to synthesize imperceptible attacks that are transferable, universal, or efficient to produce. Rather than training a generator, ours and other works have perturbed the latents of pre-trained generative models to produce perceptible alterations. Liu et al. 2018 did this with a differentiable image renderer. Others, referenced here, have used deep generative networks. And Wang et al. 2020 aimed to create more semantically understandable attacks by using an autoencoder with a disentangled, in quotes, embedding space. Our work is different in four ways. One, these works focus on small classifiers trained on simple datasets, MNIST, Fashion MNIST, SVHN, Celeb A, BDD, INRIA, and MPII, while we work at the ImageNet scale. Two, we do not simply rely on using small features or restricting the distance to a benign image to enforce the adversarialness of attacks. We introduce techniques that regularize the adversarial feature to be perceptible yet disguised to resemble something other than the target class. 3. We evaluate three distinct ways of inserting adversarial features into images. And 4. Our work is interpretability-oriented. Heading. Attacks in the physical world. Physical realizability demonstrates robustness. We show that our attacks work when printed and photographed. This directly relates to Karakin et al. 2016, who found that pixel space adversaries could do this to a limited extent in controlled settings. More recently, several example papers listed here created adversarial clothing, stickers, or objects. In contrast with these, we also produce attacks in the physical world that are disguised as a non-target class. Heading. Adversaries and interpretability. Using adversarial examples to better interpret networks has been proposed by two references here. We use ours to discover human-describable feature-class associations learned by a network. This relates to three references here, who debug networks by searching over transformations, textural changes, and feature alterations. More similar to our work are three references here, who use feature visualization, 
and network dissection to interpret the network. Each use their interpretations to design copy-paste attacks in which one natural image pasted inside another causes an unrelated misclassification. We add to this work with a new method to identify such adversarial features. Unlike any previous approach, ours does so in a way that allows for targeted attacks that take into account an arbitrary distribution of source images. And figure two is here, our fully differentiated pipeline for creating feature-level attacks. In each experiment, we create either a patch, a region, or generalized patch attacks. The regularization terms in the loss based on an external classifier and discriminator are optional and are meant to make the inserted feature appear disguised as some non-target class. Audio note, this is a complex schematic. It shows noise being fed into a generator, being fed to an image creation model using one of the three methods, patch, region, or generalized patch, and then a feature is extracted from the image creation. For the rest of the detail, you can check out the original paper. Three, methods. We adopt the unrestricted adversary paradigm, under which an attack is successful if the network's classification differs from an oracle's, for example, a human. Our adversaries can only change a small, fixed portion of either the generator's latent or the image. We use white box access to the network, though we present black box attacks based on transfer from an ensemble in an appendix. Our attacks involve perturbing the latent representation in some layer of an image generator to produce an adversarial feature-level alteration. Figure 2, just described, depicts our approach. We test three types of attacks, patch, region, and generalized patch, plus a fourth in an appendix, which we call channel attacks. We find patch attacks to generally be the most successful. Heading, patch. We use the generator to produce a square patch that is inserted into a natural image. Heading, region. Starting with some generated image, we randomly select a square column of the latent in a generator layer which spans the channel dimension and replace it with a learned insertion. This is analogous to a square patch in the pixel representation. We keep insertion location fixed over training. The modified latent is passed through the rest of the generator, producing the adversarial image. Heading, generalized patch. These patches can be of any shape, hence the name generalized patch. We first generate a region attack and then extract a generalized patch from it. We do this by taking the absolute valued pixel-level difference between the original and adversarial image, applying a Gaussian filter for smoothing, and creating a binary mask from the top decile of these pixel differences. We apply this mask to the generated image to isolate the region that the perturbation altered. We can then treat this as a patch and overlay it onto an image in any location. So here is a figure that has examples of all three of those approaches. Figure 3. Examples of targeted universal feature-level adversaries from patch, region, and generalized patch attacks. The first four columns show the adversarial features. The mean target class confidence is labeled ADV and is calculated under random source images and random insertion locations for patch and generalized patch attacks. The target network's disguise class confidence for each patch or extracted generalized patch is labeled disguise. The final column shows examples of the features applied to images. The example image for each is labelled with its source and target class confidences. So this figure has 15 images in three rows. In the first row we can see examples like ADV honeycomb disguised as a silky terrier. And the small image does appear to resemble both of those things at the same time to this narrator. 
And all of the patch approach images in this row seem quite understandable. For example, one is ADV ring snake disguised as beer bottle, and the image is definitely suggestive of both of these things to the human eye. The second row, which is region cropped from context, is a little bit more abstract. There are still some recognisable aspects like pill bottle or Doberman or Terrier, but everything is a little bit more mixed up. And generalised patch before insertion, these patches don't occupy an entire square, they're only small regions of a square. They're also fairly abstract looking, but there are some recognisable aspects of the words, like for example elephant or bald eagle, to the human eye. You can check these out in detail in the original post. Heading, basic attacks. For all attacks, we train a perturbation delta to the latent of the generator to maximise a loss that optimises for both attacking the classifier and appearing interpretable. Audio note, here's a fairly complex equation. It's probably too complex to understand in audio format. If you'd like to check it out, you can do so in the original paper. And the text now goes on to describe what the terms mean. There's a term for a distribution over source images, for example, a data set or generation distribution, a term for a distribution over transformations, a term for a distribution over insertion locations, this only applies for patches and generalised patches, and a term for the target classifier. There's a term for an image generating function, a term for a targeted cross-entropy loss for attacking the classifier, a term for the target class, and a term for regularization loss. The adversary has no control over the distribution of source images, the distribution of transformations, or the distribution over insertion locations, so it must learn features that work on the network independent of any particular source image, transformation, or insertion location. For all of our attacks, the regularization loss contains a total variation loss to discourage high-frequency patterns. Heading, disguised attacks. Ideally, a feature-level adversarial example should appear to a human as easily describable, but should not resemble the attack's target class. We call such attacks disguised. Here, the main goal is not to fool a human, but to help them learn about what types of realistic features might cause the model to make a mistake. To train these disguised attacks, we use additional terms in the regularization loss as proxies for these two criteria. We differentially resize the patch or the extracted generalized patch and pass it through a GAN discriminator and auxiliary classifier. We then add weighted terms to the regularization loss based on the discriminator's logistic loss for classifying the input as fake, the output entropy of some classifier, and or the negative of the classifier's cross-entropy loss for labeling the input as the attack's target class. Note that that classifier could either be the same or different than the target classifier. With all of these terms, the regularization objective is described by a long equation here, which is a little too complex to understand in audio format. Within the equation is a function p of a, and the text says, here, p of a returns the extracted and resized patch from the adversarial image a. In order, these three new terms encourage the adversarial feature to, one, look realistic, and two, look like some specific class, but three, not the target class. The choice of disguise class is left entirely to the training process. Four, experiments. We use big GAN generators from two papers referenced here, and perturb the post-relu outputs of the internal gen blocks. We also found that training slight perturbations to the big GAN's inputs improved performance. We use the big GAN discriminator and adversarially trained classifiers from a paper referenced here for disguise regularization. By default, we attacked a ResNet 50, restricting patch attacks to 1 16th of the image and region. 
and generalized patch attacks to one-eighth. Appendix A2 has additional details. First, in section 4.1, we show that these feature-level adversaries are highly robust to suggest that interpretations based on them are generalizable. Second, in section 4.2, we put these interpretations to the test and show that our feature-level adversaries can help one understand a network well enough to exploit it. Section 4.1, Robust Attacks. Figure 3, which was described earlier, shows examples of targeted, universal and disguised feature-level patch, region and generalized patch attacks, which were each trained with all of the disguise regularization terms from the equation just described in equation 2. We find the disguises to be effective, particularly for the patches in the top row, but imperfect. Appendix A3 discusses this and what it may suggest about networks and size bias. Heading, Performance versus Disguise. Here, we study our patch attacks in depth to test how effective they are at attacking the network and how successfully they can help to identify non-target class features that can fool the network. We compared seven different approaches. The first was our full approach using the generator and all disguise regularization terms from the second equation. The rest were ablation tests in which we omitted the generator, no gen, the discriminator, no disk, regularization term, no reg, the entropy regularization term, no ent, the cross-entropy regularization term, no patch x ent, all three regularization terms, only gen, and finally the discriminator and all three regularization terms, reference to Bran et al. 2017. This final unregularized pixel-level method resulted in the same approach as Brown et al. 2017. For each test, all else was kept identical, including penalizing total variation, training under transformations, and initializing the patch as a generator output. For each method, we generated universal attacks with random target classes until we obtained 250 successfully disguised ones in which the resulting adversarial feature was not classified by the network as the target class when viewed on its own. Figure 4, a graph, plots the success rate versus the distribution of target class mean confidences for each type of attack. And Figure 4 has a caption, Targeted universal patch attacks compared. Successful disguise rate on the x-axis shows the proportion of attacks in which the patch was not classified by the network as the target class when viewed on its own. Mean target class confidence on the y-axis gives the empirical target class confidences of 250 patch attacks. Each is an average over 100 source images. The proportion of each distribution above 0.5 gives a lower bound for the top one attack success rate. The mean target class confidence for using randomly sampled natural target class images as patches is 0.0024 and is shown as a thin dotted line on the bottom. So this chart has a number of different curves on it, showing the different approaches like OnlyGen, NoGen, Brown et al. 2017, NoEnt, etc., and each of these approaches seems to represent a sharp, narrow distribution with a rapid increase to a sharp spike and then a rapid tail-off. So each of those approaches has a particular successful disguise rate that corresponds with a high mean target confidence. Back to the main text, we just read, Figure 4 plots the success rate versus the distribution of target class mean confidences for each type of attack. For all methods, these universal attacks have variable target class confidences due in large part to the random selection of target class some attacks are stochastically Pareto-dominated by others. For example, the pixel space Brown et al. 2017 attacks were the least effective at attacking the target network and had the third least disguise rate. In other cases, there is a trade-off between attack performance and disguise which can be controlled using the regularization terms from the second equation. 
We also compare our attacks to two baselines using resized natural images from the target class and randomly sampled patches from the center of target class images. These resulted in mean target class confidences of 0.0024 and 0.0018, respectively. Notably, Figure 4 does not capture everything that one might care about in these attacks. It does not show any measure of how realistic, in quotes, the resulting patches look. In Appendix A4, Figure 9 plots the same target class confidence data from the y-axis in Figure 4 versus the disguised class label confidence from an Inception V3, which we use as a proxy for how realistic a human would find the patch. It suggests that the best attacks for producing patches that appear realistic are the all and no discriminator methods. In Appendix A10, figures 13, 14, and 15 give examples of successful all, only gen, and brown et al. 2017 attacks, respectively. Because they were initialized from generator outputs, some of the brown et al. 2017 attacks have a veneer-like resemblance to non-target class features. Nonetheless, they contain higher frequency patterns and less coherent objects in comparison to the two sets of feature-level attacks. We subjectively find the all attacks to be the best disguised. Heading. Physical realizability. To test their ability to transfer to the real world, we generated 100 additional targeted, universal, and disguised adversarial patches. We use the generator and all regularization terms. That's the all condition from above. We selected the 10 with the best mean target class confidence, printed them, and photographed each next to nine objects from different ImageNet classes. Those objects were backpack, banana, bath towel, lemon, jeans, spatula, sunglasses, toilet tissue, and toaster. We confirmed that photographs of each object were correctly classified without a patch. Meanwhile, resizable and printable versions of all these patches and others are in Appendix A10. The mean and standard deviation of the target class confidences for our attacks in the physical world were 0.312 and 0.318, respectively. N equals 90, not IID. This means that these patches' mean effectiveness drop by less than one-half when transferring to the physical world. Heading, Black Box Attacks. In Appendix A6, we show that our targeted universal attacks can transfer from an ensemble to a held-out model. Section 4.2, Interpretability. If an adversarial feature successfully fools the victim network, this suggests that the network associates that feature in context of a source image with the target class. We find that our adversaries can suggest both beneficial and harmful feature class associations. In Appendix A7, Figure 11 provides a simple example of each. Simply developing an interpretation, however, is easy. Showing that one leads to a useful understanding of the network is harder. One challenge in the explainable AI literature is to develop interpretations that go beyond seeming plausible and stand up to scrutiny. Robust feature-level adversarial patches can easily be used to develop hypotheses about the network's behaviour. For example, the network thinks that B features plus colourful balls implies a fly. But are these valid, useful interpretations of the network? In other words, are our adversaries adversarial because of their interpretable qualities, or is it because of hidden motifs? We verify interpretations by using our attacks to make and validate predictions about how to fool the target network with natural objects. Heading, validating interpretations with copy-paste attacks. A copy-paste attack is created by inserting one natural image into another to cause an unexpected misclassification. They are more restricted than patch attacks because the features pasted into an image must be natural objects. As a result, they are of high interest 
for physically realizable attacks because they suggest combinations of real objects that yield unexpected classifications. They also have precedent in the real world. For example, sub-image insertion into pornographic images have been used to evade not-safe-for-work content detectors. To develop copy-paste attacks, we select a source and target class, generate class-universal adversarial features, and manually analyse them for motifs that resemble natural objects. Here, we used basic attacks without the disguise regularization terms from equation number two. We then paste images of these objects into natural images and pass them through a classifier. Figure six shows four types of copy-paste attacks. In each odd row, we show six patch, region, and generalized patch adversaries that we use to guide the direction of a copy-paste attack. In each even row are the copy-paste adversaries for the six of 50 images for the source class for which the insertion resulted in the highest target class confidence increase, along with the mean target class confidences before and after patch insertion for those six. The success of these attacks shows their usefulness for interpreting the target network because they require that a human understands the mistake the model is making. Like B with traffic light pasted in leads to fly, well enough to manually exploit it. Given the differences in the adversarial features that are produced in the B-to-fly and traffic-light-to-fly attacks, Figure 6 also demonstrates how our attacks take the distribution of source images into account. Heading. Comparisons to other methods. Three prior works referenced here have developed copy-paste attacks, also via interpretability tools. Unlike two approaches referenced here, our approach allows for targeted attacks. And unlike all three, rather than simply identifying features associated with a class, our adversaries generate adversarial features for a target class conditional on any distribution over source images, for example, the source class, with which the adversaries are trained. Little work has been done on copy-paste adversaries, and thus far, methods have either not allowed for targeted attacks or have required a human in the loop. This makes objective comparisons difficult. However, we provide examples of a feature visualization-based method inspired by Carter et al. 2019, in Appendix A8, to compare with ours. For the Indian to African elephant attack, the source and target class share many features, and we find no evidence that feature visualization is able to suggest useful features for copy-paste attacks. This suggests that our attack's ability to take the source image distribution into account may be more helpful for discovering certain weaknesses compared to the baseline inspired by Carter et al. 2019. Section 5. Discussion and Broader Impact Heading, Contributions. Here, we use feature-level adversarial examples to attack and interpret deep networks in order to contribute to a more practical understanding of network vulnerabilities. As an attack method, our approach is versatile. It can produce targeted, universal, disguised, physically realizable, black box and copy-paste attacks at the ImageNet scale. This method can be also used as an interpretability tool to help diagnose flaws in models. We ground the notion of interpretability in the ability to make predictions about combinations of natural features that will make a model fail. And finally, we demonstrate this through the design of targeted copy-paste attacks for any distribution over source inputs. Heading. Implications. Like any work on adversarial attacks, our approach could be used maliciously to make a system fail, but we emphasize their diagnostic value. Understanding threats is a prerequisite to avoiding them. Given the robustness and versatility of our attacks, we argue that they may be valuable for continued work to address threats that systems may face in practical applications. There are at least two ways in which these methods can be useful. 
Heading Adversarial Training. The first is for adversarial training. Training networks on adversarial images has been shown to improve their robustness to the attacks that are used, but this does not guarantee robustness to other types of adversarial inputs. Our feature-level attacks are categorically different from conventional pixel-level ones, and our copy-paste attacks show how networks can be fooled by novel combinations of natural objects, failures that are outside the conventional paradigm for adversarial robustness. Consequently, we expect that adversarial training on broader classes of attacks, such as the one we propose here, will be valuable for designing more robust models. As a promising sign, we show in Appendix A9 that adversarial training is helpful against our attacks. Heading, Diagnostics. The second is for rigorously diagnosing flaws. We show that feature-level adversaries aid the discovery of exploitable spurious feature class associations, shown in Figure 6, and a socially harmful bias, shown in Appendix A7. Our approach could also be extended beyond what we have demonstrated here. For example, our methods may be useful for feature visualization of a network's internal neurons. An analogous approach to ours can also be used in natural language processing, and we're currently working on a method for this. Furthermore, it may be valuable to use these adversaries to identify generalizable flaws in networks that humans can easily understand, but with minimal human involvement. This will be much more scalable and prevent human priors from influencing interpretations. See Casper et al. 2022 for follow-up work involving the fully automated discovery of copy-paste attacks. Heading, Limitations. A limitation of our approach is that when multiple desiderata are optimized for at the same time, for example, universality plus transformation robustness plus disguise, attacks are generally less successful, more time-consuming, and require more screening to find good ones. This could be a bottleneck for large-scale adversarial training. Ultimately, this type of attack is limited by the efficiency and quality of the generator, so future work should leverage advances in generative modelling. Our evaluation method is also limited to be a proof of concept for the design of copy-paste attacks. Future work should evaluate this more rigorously. We're currently working towards developing a benchmark for interpretability tools based on their ability to aid a human in rediscovering trojans that have been implanted into a model. Heading. Conclusion. As AI becomes increasingly capable, it becomes more important to design models that are reliable. Each of the 11 proposals for building safe AI outlined in Hubinger 2020 explicitly call for adversarial robustness and or interpretability tools. And recent work from Ziegler et al. 2022 on high-stakes reliability in AI found that interpretability tools strengthen their impact to produce inputs for adversarial training. Given the close relationship between interpretability and adversarial robustness, continued study of the connections between them will be key for building safer AI systems. Audio note, there are some acknowledgements here, followed by a series of appendices, with several more figures and images, as well as more details about the methods used and the results. These have been omitted from this recording for brevity. You can check them out in the original paper at the link in the episode description. This was an audio version of Robust Feature Level Adversaries Are Interpretability Tools by Stephen Casper, Max Nadeau, Dylan hadfield Manel, and Gabriel Creeman. It was published on the 7th of January 2023. It's included as part of the core curriculum for the AGI Safety Fundamentals course. This reading was by Perrin Walker and produced by Type 3 Audio.